I'm so sorry for your pain, and I know from up close and personal, dealing with so many families, how painful it is. But you have to understand that you have to make a decision. Are we here to drown our child, or are we here to save our child? You cannot let the pain stop you from saving your child. You have to know how to save. It's painful. You could be a lifeguard and you see your kid drowning. It's painful, but you also have to spring into action and save the child. It's painful where your kid is at. For anybody and everybody watching their kids, first of all, being dysfunctional, not being able to clean up, not being able to function, not to be happy, to chase false happiness, to to get into a world of 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 weed or drugs or or all that stuff, to be with the opposite gender, whether it's a girl being with boys or boys being with girls. Abandoning Torah and mitzvahs, being Mechal Shabbos, eating on Yom Kippur, eating pork. We had a, a mother here that her kid was eating lobster and was eating octopus. But it doesn't change the medicine. You have to become strong enough to be able to be a Hatzalah member. And I don't judge anybody who can't, but it doesn't change the reality. If you love your kid, follow what the Chazanish said, follow what the Vashemtev said, follow what Reb Gershon Edelstein Zatzal said, and all of the G'dayim. There is no rejection, because rejection will make this kind of child worse. And we'll throw them into the psych ward and we'll throw them into deeper drugs and we'll make them want to die. And that is not the role of a mom and a dad. Look around at what's happening in the group and you see people calm, calm. Their kids are not better than your kids in the first year or two, but they're calm and they actually like their kids. And they're actually, you know, able to appreciate their kids. Just like if this was not your kid and it was a kid across the street, you'd be like, hey, Chaim, what's doing? Oh, I shouldn't call you Chaim. You want me to call you Charlie? Okay, Charlie, what's doing? And you'd say, poor kid, poor parents. But okay, you'd be nice because being nice helps. And looking down and saying, what's the matter with you? What are you doing? What's going to be with you? All that kind of stuff. Talk. Does not help. Never helped anybody. If you go to shul and your rabbi talks like that to you, you're going to leave the shul as an adult. Only with sweetness, with niceness, with warmth. And you don't need to say anything. Because when they're healthy, they will want to live. And then they'll want to get help for the dagger that somebody stabbed them with and for their troubles, and for being lost and confused. We're so lucky, it's temporary. It's not forever. Look at all the 40-year-olds. And from the 
group of 40-year-olds that had parents who made them feel worse, many of them are dead. Rahman al-Litzlan. How many do we need to have that die? And many of them are so rejected, they'll never, ever come back to life, liberty, and the pursuit pursuit of happiness, and Yiddishkeit, and all those things that we look down at them, because I'm so much better, I'm looking down at you in the name of, whatever that name of is, they will hate, because it's causing them pain. That is not the way. It couldn't be any more clear. There are so many kids in psych wards who do not belong there, and the proof is in the pudding. Look at our kids. We have maybe 1% or 2% that they're struggling with with mental issues and because of their trauma and because of, God forbid, r- child rape and things like that, but not because of their parents. Everybody else, their kids aren't getting out of all of the mental issues and becoming happy. So you need to dedicate yourself to understanding that, yes, it's painful. You need to take care of yourself. That's why I open up the training talking about self-care. Do it. Do it. Make a change. We have to become strong, gedolim, great, big leaders. Get a hold of our selves and, and know that stop fooling myself to think that looking down or giving a speech or rejection or anything that is perceived as rejection is going to make my kid better. And the, the crazy part is those parents who are doing it suffer much more for much, many more years. Look at what Rav Pam Zatzal said. He said, very clear. I saw two approaches to dealing with a kid like this. One of them, the parents couldn't tolerate the kid, and it did not end well. And he says, until today, whenever he wrote that Sefer, the kid never came back to, to Judaism. And those kids who don't come back to Yiddishkeit doesn't mean that he's a, success, a successful lawyer because it's all one package. Those kids who feel rejected, they can't build a life for themselves. They're in therapy for 100 years with the additional trauma of, my parents don't like me. I'm a letdown to my parents. They couldn't tolerate me. I'm a horrible person. I'm a terrible human. They want to die. It's going over to a traumatized person or a lost, confused person, if you don't believe in the trauma theory, which it's not a theory. But whatever it is, it's going over to a lost and confused person, and instead of being Makar of them, stabbing them, stabbing them, stabbing them. It didn't help anybody. Says Rav Pam, and I saw other parents, very, very from, and they were able to be civil, they were able to tolerate what their kid went through, and they never showed any hatred Learn, learn Meirat Tzedek. Learn Rav Pam. The Gadol of the last generation. And I have from so many other sources. And he says at the end of the day, the kid matured in their home and decided that he wants to change his ways and be like his parents. And they went and they, he decided to go to a yeshiva. He says that today he's Mibnei Teira HaChashuvim. He's a Chashuva Ben Teira. From Chilil Shabbos, eating on Yom Kippur, Lord knows what Averis he did, to being Chashav Ben Taira. All because the parents not only did not do bad by rejecting and looking down and, oh, you're killing me, you're hurting me, I'm in so much pain. That gives the kid no hope. My parents can't tolerate me, I must be so messed up. And they're going to look for acceptance and love 
from somebody else and you're not going to like it. And you have to hold them through whatever they go through. No rejection, zero. Follow what Reb Gershon Zatzal said. You don't need to be smarter than him. He's direct linked to the Chazanish. You're not going to save your kid not channeling yourself in the right way. And the best part about it is you look at TP parents and you, on the group and you'll hear and, and ask them. And they'll tell you. When we came in, we couldn't stand, most of them, couldn't stand my kid. There are some that somehow have that built-in tolerance. They're angels. But most of the people go from I couldn't stand to I hated my kid. I've had parents tell me I wish my kid would be dead. That's how much pain they're in. And then they change and they drop the expectations and they stop using all these things that are so-called for the benefit of the child and they realize it's, it's something that I don't have control over. They get control over themselves. They learn time of Devarah every week. Are you learning it? I send it out every Sunday, the Midah of the week, 15 minutes, 10, 15, 12, 13 minutes. Just learn it. Live it. And you'll see. When we behave the way that the G'daylam behaved, it saves our children. And the proof is in the pudding. So it's not anymore a question after all these years. What's the method? I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Should I give money? Should I not give money? Should I this? Should I that? You're under direct personal guidance, which everyone needs to be. They can't listen to general guidance. Even though the people who are not under personal guidance, at least if they're going to pick a general path, it should be the path that is written in stone by the Chazanish and all the Talmidim and the, and the Satmar Rebbe, the Divri Yael, he told the father, not only should you accept your son, but let me give you an example. Whatever money you give to each kid, give him double. Show him that you love him and that you like him and that you support him. And the kid was doing only bad things. And so many stories. Which Gadol did not say that? So we're not doing things according to our derech that works for our kids. Why? Because it's hard. So you have to overcome this Nisayon and save your kid's life. It's a Nisayon to control your anger, to control your pain and your shame. That's very legitimate. It's like mourning the kid that you were hoping to have and accepting the kid that Hashem gave you and realizing this is for your tikkun. This is for you. It's not a mistake. And we're going to save this kid. How? By following what the G'daylum taught us. And then look at the result. Even if we were Goyim, imagine that there was a rehab that had a 30% success rate. And there was another rehab that had a 90% success rate. What would you do? You'd pick the 90% success rate. We're probably like 99 or 98% success rate. So this is the treatment method that you're doing ingrain it into you, it'll become second nature, and then it'll become first nature. And look at the chat, people going with their kids and enjoying them. Guys with long beards, with their arm around their daughter on vacation, and the daughter's not wearing anything, wearing a tank top and shorts, and they're really enjoying their child and laughing and smiling. And that heals the kid emotionally, gets them away from drugs, gets them away from bad friends, pulls them off the ledge, stops cutting suicidal ideation, 
unless there are a small percent that, that they're really, really hurt. So we're carrying those kids. Some kids have, God forbid, a kid has physical cancer. No matter how nice you are to them, you can't heal the cancer. But we have so much that gets healed. And for the part that we cannot heal, at least be nice to this suffering soul. Just be nice. If you can't do that, you need to do the self-care to enable yourself to do that because you don't want to have the guilt of pushing your own kid into the abyss. So be strong. Recognize that it's normal that this is hard, but there's no other way. And I didn't say that. Reb Gershon Edelstein said that. Reb Gershon Edelstein Zatzal said, and you never hear this, they always say, well, you could do this, you could do that, and everything. You could try this, you could try that. He said, Zuhi hatrufa hayechida. This is the only medicine. What he calls kavod and yedidus. Friendship, warmth, I like you. You're amazing, you're smart, you're good, you're wonderful. And I respect you, and I respect your choices, and if this is what you want to do, it's okay. I'm not angry at you for ruining my life. I'm not upset at you. I'm not looking down at you. Zuhi hatrufa hayichida. The only medicine, he says. And we all know that, and we all see that. So you have to remember every day, I am in a battle to change myself, to become a loving person, to rise above my pain, and do the right thing for my kid. And you will emerge as a much better human being, a much better parent, a much better person, and a much better Jew. I'm always here for you, but I think that this is what you need to integrate into your being, your essence. You're not doing TP. You're not doing twisted parenting. TP is not something you do. This is a life that is something that you become. Derhoiben, lofty, angelic, in the derech of Hashem, to be a rachum and a chanon, merciful, compassionate. I feel such mercy and compassion to your kid. And you would feel it to your neighbor's kid. So don't let the fact that you love this kid so much, because it's frustrated love that turns into hatred. And that it's your kid and you're embarrassed and you're ashamed and can't believe she walked out like that. I can't believe he's driving on Shabbos in front of the neighbors. It's all smokescreen. It's all baloney. you got to save your kid and all of their generations. And it's only with rising above all of our bad midos that we all have. And I am jealous of the TP parents. I can't do this. I'm just telling you what needs to be done. But I see people doing amazing, incredible things. And when you do... The life you save is not just your child. You end up living a completely different life. You look at people differently. You look at situations differently. You look at your spouse differently. You look at your kids differently. You look at your your people in shul and people in your life differently, and they feel that. They feel that you're a source of compassion and mercy and wisdom and strength, inner strength, not strength to force yourself on someone else, not strength to communist Russia force your child or other people to behave the way you need them to behave. That's weakness, inner strength. Hashem should bless you to be able to accomplish this. And then it's going to be easy for you. I always say that you see two people in the ocean. One guy is screaming, help me, help me, I'm drowning. And the other guy's having a great time. What's the difference between them? One has a surfboard. 
So he's looking for waves. The higher the wave, the higher he flies, and he's excited. Every time there's a big wave, it's another challenge, and he rides that wave. And the other one is drowning, and every wave is a nightmare. TP, the way of life, whatever you want to call this, is a surfboard. You're going to have tremendous waves. You could either scream and cry and drown yourself and your kid, or you can ride them and be an amazing person, rise above with this amazing surfboard that will allow you to become a much better version of yourself. Hatzlacha Rabba. Be well. Good luck.